This is a News Laundry podcast. You're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. So we are back at the end of another eventful week when Rahul ki khatiya khadi ho gayi. Haryana will have beef monitoring because biryani is dangerous and I will offer you my biryani expertise. I am a bit of a connoisseur on biryani. I'll have you people know. Wow. and then being a news professional the huriyat refused to meet the all party delegation and went to kashmir to, to def- try and defuse the situation in the valley so much for jamhuriyat kashmiriyat ithaniyat and the maniyats railway introduces surge pricing good or bad we'll discuss that rss versus cpm in kerala spills more blood is this one of the bloodiest political battle in india which is least reported on and we have someone from the south a very accomplished journalist so all those who complain we don't have enough south being featured will not have to complain in this podcast in this episode chandrababu naidu doesn't get special status for andhra only special package aam nahi mila kela hi sahi kaveri water dispute flows on in spite of the supreme court order asking karnataka to release 15000 qsecs of water every day to tamil nadu for 10 days and uh, the former aap minister sex scandal gets more bizarre and more vague PM Modi attends the G20 and ticks off Pakistan without mentioning them by name in China and then he met Obama in Laos wine shine petoast ho raha tha and mother teresa canonized it was covered by national international media in a really big way i'd like to have everyone's views on that and navjot siddhu launches awaaz e punjab party burra comments on that this is news laundry hafta remember when the public pays the public is served and when corporations pay corporations served on the panel today we have managing editor deepanjana pal Hello. We have Anand Ranganathan consulting editor. Hello. And we have joining us uh, for the first time on Hafta TS Sudhir. He is a Hyderabad based journalist. Many of you may already have heard of him and author. He worked at NDTV for 16 years. Is that right Sudhir? 16? Yes, that's right. Hi. You were the resident in the South when you quit and you work for TV today as editor again for the South. And you've also penned Saina Nehwal's biography, right? That's right. So uh, welcome Sudhir so good to have you good to be here and uh, for our the rest of our listeners our two regulars Madhu is on a shoot right now she's shooting for a show um for television actually and uh, some debate i think and Manisha is on leave so she'll be out for two weeks so we'll have to do without her so let's start uh, straight away with you Sudhir um what is up with the kaveri water dispute uh, the supreme court asked for this uh, water to be released for 10 days 15000 qsecs of water but that's led to protests and bands in karnataka as as has been reported right that's right uh, pretty much a, a volatile situation at least on the in the border areas between karnataka and tamil nadu southern karnataka in a bit of turmoil largely also because the political leadership of karnataka perhaps did not handle it too well they did not prepare the farmers in the mandya mysore the south karnataka kaveri delta that kaveri water is not the birthright of only the people of karnataka tamil nadu people also have a right over the kaveri water so were they not the expecting the supreme court to give such a ruling you think that's it well i think all along karnataka people were trying to behave that since there has been a rainfall deficit we do not have to give any water to tamil nadu because we ourselves do not have sufficient amount of water and that's where the political leadership failed in preparing the people that x amount of water will have to be nevertheless given to tamil nadu 
taking into account that there is some kind of a distress factor, which is what has led to all these protests. And Across the border in Tamil Nadu, there is huge problem because they do not have water to irrigate the samba crop, which is essentially the paddy crop hmm. in about seven districts. So they are saying that Karnataka people need not behave in this kind of a manner. Anand, you being Tamil and all, <laughs> do you, and me being half Tamil. Sudhir, you hail from where? As as we ask in South India, what is your native? <laughs> well, I, I I am all over the place. I come from Palakkad, which is on the border of Kerala and Tamil Nadu, technically in Kerala. Oh, so, so, so do I actually. Speak, I mean, we speak a Tamil, which is half Malayalam, half Tamil. Yes. But I have lived in Delhi for 21 years, so I'm quite a bit of a Delhi wala. And I've oh. been in Hyderabad for the last 20 years, so I'm in Telugu as well. So, why? Nice. Okay. So, Anand, what is your view of this Kaveri? I mean, when I was a teenager, I was water dispute soon round. It's like Kashmir, it never gets solved. In fact, this dispute uh, has been there uh, more than 100 years, if I'm not mistaken. Am I right, Sudhir? 1892. 1892. Yes. 1892. Wow. So, and. So, Kashmir is a very small thing. It's just been around for 40 50 years. And uh, I'm surprised why Pakistan hasn't come into this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you see, this is where we we act so immaturely. Now, the point is, you have the Supreme Court, and it is very clear. I mean, going by going back to at least thirty, forty years, that without uh, uh, the Supreme Court coming to the to the aid of either the Karnataka farmers or the Tamil Nadu farmers, they would be at each other's throats. I mean, you know, let's let's take that as a fact. Right. Now, the problem is. The Supreme Court also hasn't really solved this dispute. What happens is every couple of years hmm. when there is a hoo-ha or 10 years ago, like when Jalalita went on a fast, you know, for 80 days, uh, which I don't know whether... Hours. It, 80 hours. Oh, 80 hours. Okay, 80 days, sorry. I was <laughs> just going to say 80 days. I beg your pardon. I yes. know. I That's was why I thought. Say, I was... Amma. Amma. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yes, I was wondering why it didn't have any effect. 80 days would have, you know. Huh. The whole point is they... The Supreme Court should have solved this in the 50s or in the 60s. Now, it doesn't. And as a result, every four years, five years or two years, it comes up with this thing. Okay, release, you know, so much. So, so there's no permanent solution. There is no permanent solution. Is uh, you have a view on this, Deepanjana? Um, I must admit that I'm a lot more educated about it because of the article that Sudhir sent us and we've put up today. Which yes. you can read so on the link for below. all of you who are illiterate on the subject like I am, I would highly recommend Sudhir's article. Uh, because it gives a really um, good overview. And that whole anecdote that you began with, Sudhir, about the biryani. Yes. That's, I loved it. They're going around offering biryani and saying you can't get water with it, by the way, because we're having to give the water away. Yes. So yes. that's a way of protest. They want to essentially prove a point, a percent across the message. But in a nutshell, the, the, the tribunal award said you will give 192 TMC feet in a good year. What happens in a bad year when there is a rainfall deficit? No one has answered the question. And that's essentially the problem with this entire coverage dispute. Now and, you see, and, uh, and for sorry. our uh, listeners, one cusack of water is uh, one cubic foot per second. So 15,000 wood is, is it's, it's the, the unit flow. that is measured. Yeah, the flow of right, water. Right. No, mm. what, what I meant was had, they, had the Supreme Court come up with a ruling 50 years ago, mm. uh, either Karnataka or Tamil Nadu, whoever was, you know, felt they were at the receiving end, uh, and, uh, you know, Sudhir, just, uh, you know, hop in if you think I'm wrong, would have made contingency measures, would have tried to solve the problem. Now what the thing is, this will remain a dispute and every two years or three years, Supreme Court will ask, you know, Karnataka to release the water. I mean, there is no, there is so no end to this. Is, is that right, Sudhir? You don't think there's any way to resolve it once and for all? Well, they need to come up with uh, clear instructions on 
how much of water needs to be released every month. Now they have put something like 50 TMC of water to be released in the month of August. Now August is a month when traditionally there is some kind of a rainfall deficit even in the Kaveri Basin in Karnataka. They do not have that amount of water. So what they are now talking of is going back to the court and saying that shift this quantum of water to be adjusted in some other month when the rainfall is much better in the Kaveri uh, Basin and they are able to release that amount of water. So some kind of a mathematical adjustment will now need to be done with the concurrence of the High Supreme Court. And I do not understand why Karnataka takes it as their birthright, uh, you know, a right over river. I mean, that's ridiculous, you know, for yeah. them to... It, it should not be coming to the fact that Karnataka has to release and Supreme Court has to order it. It should be natural. I think, I, I, I think the, the whole federalism has its advantages, but also that leads to wanting to win elections in the state. So right. no, so no political, political party sitting political, there can actually yeah. say, no, we I must think, share I with our Tamil brothers. that's the arrogance of every upper riparian state, essentially. Right. Right. Right, right, right. And be, me being half Tamil, I'm all for Tamil Nadu on the show. <laughs> also, I don't, okay. Uh, also, I was about, before I said that, huh. uh, you know, I was about to disclose that, you know, they put the disclosure that I'm also Tamil. Right. So, uh, also, this podcast is produced by Karthik Javan and Record by Anil Kumar. Thank you guys so much. Neither of whom are Tamil. Neither of whom are Tamil, yes. And uh, also, I'd like to plug please subscribe to News Laundry. Do keep in mind that we do not run on advertisements. We only run on subscriptions. So we need you to pay. Uh, just to give you an idea, you know, we're going to be putting our accounts up for all our subscribers on our new website so that you know how much you spend every month and how much you actually give us. So we uh, make right now on an average between four to six lakhs a month, sometimes more than a better month, and we spend about 20 to 25 lakhs. So for independent news to survive, you're going to have to make a deficit about 16 to 18 lakhs good. So those of you who pay, thank you so much. We can get as far as we've gotten because of you. Those of you who don't, choke up, guys. Kuch to sharam karo. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, follow, uh, like us on uh, YouTube, and follow us on Instagram. And please write in your comments and suggestions to contact at newslawney.com and we'll read out uh, two or three letters every week. Now let's move on to the next issue. Uh, which uh, I'd like to start with Dipanjana on this, the wall-to-wall -wall coverage of Mother Teresa's canonization, not just on international, not just on national media, but international media. Everyone from, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Modi to every chief minister saying, congratulations, India is so proud. And, you know, maybe India should be, but you think an event where basically, essentially what one of the largest organized religions in the world is saying is that this person can perform miracles. And, it's covered as if that's the most normal thing. I think the whole idea that we consider the fact of the church saying that this person is a saint news is a little sad. Because here's the thing, like if this was the Vatican's own news agency or newsletter going on and on about it, that would be fine. They have every reason to believe and I'm not holding that belief against them. For anyone who believes, that's fine. But... Um, when we talk about news media, just by virtue of the term news, we're dealing with that which is proven as real. Not necessarily. Not, 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 well, not like the news I've seen on, on television lately. Well, yeah, that's not been particularly <laughs> uh, grounded in reality. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but you see what I mean, right? Like this is a, this is a purely religious event. It's a, it's a fiction that is being... Um, uh, well, I mean, okay, I'm saying it's a fiction, but 
I find it problematic that we're calling a miracle news or the news well, of a I miracle news. I don't think they call it a miracle news. The the news was that she's been canonized, which is fine. You know, I think it's a big deal that you know there's being a saint and religion is an important part of any culture. But the fact is that the event is saying that she performed a miracle. That wasn't questioned. Sudhir, do you have any view on this? Um, do you think it was excessive the coverage? And in today's day and age, is there space for such coverage or miracles? Well, given the fact that Mother Teresa was a, was a much revered figure, I guess uh, it was pretty much expected that this kind of a uh, carpet coverage of the canonization uh, would happen. And, give, and frankly speaking, it was quite a spectacular uh, event as well. But yes, um, as has been seen even on social media, a lot of questions being asked about whether this kind of deserved, uh, the, whether there was a really a miracle and whether the kind of work that she did. In fact, I was tagged on a whole lot of anti-Mother Teresa um, uh, articles being written in the Western media, especially by uh, the right-wingers. Uh, and I was very tempted to ask, why don't you tag Narendra Modi on this? After all, he sent the <laughs> Minister of External Affairs there. I mean, instead of WhatsApping me, why don't you WhatsApp it to him? So yeah. I, I guess some of that fraud Teresa was in bad taste. I think they could have kind of let it be because... Yeah, yeah. That, but, doing it. but social media is like that. But what about yes. mainstream media? Do you think there was space for someone to say, just point out, fine, good, she's being tagged, but guys, miracles, like really? Well, uh, she's Bharat Ratna. Uh, mm. She is a much revered figure, uh, not just in Kolkata, but in many other parts of India. She has done some good work. People may agree with what she has done, all the controversies over whether she did convert or did not accept hmm. or not ex- uh, accept uh, non-Christian uh, people coming to her home. Hmm. All that is debatable. I guess all of us go f- about it. But I think someone like Mother Teresa, who is seen as an Indian, is an Indian citizen, was an Indian citizen, deserved this kind of a coverage. Definitely. Right. Um, Anand? Well, uh, <clears throat> I think my views on Mother Teresa are yeah. quite well known. I, she was, according to me, a fraud and a real religious fundamentalist or a fanatic. Hmm. And uh, the the fact that, I think Dipanjana put it very well, if it was a news concerning only Vatican or a Vatican channel, then it's fine. I mean, you know, you have uh, all sorts of religions professing all sorts of godmen and godwomen, hmm. which is okay. But, you know, for but th- this is the thing with Vatican. It gets a lot of coverage in mainstream news. I mean, if you look at, for example, BBC World hmm. or CNN, yeah, you know, every time Pope visits anywhere, uh, you know, it's like blanket coverage. Yeah, because coverage. it's the only region in the world that they ha- they've acknowledged this one guy leads it. You see, it's, it's there also is no other, uh, like for example, Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. He similarly, they just don't have so many numbers. But considering how few Buddhists there are in the world. Each time the Lai Lama visits any place, it gets bloody wall-to-wall coverage. So It's also, I have to, I mean, this might sound superficial, but a lot of our news today is in the visual medium. The photographs, the video makes a lot of difference. And the Vatican is a stunning backdrop against <laughs> which to see anything. <laughs> All no, right? Yeah. If it were, even when the Pope is being uh, filmed in one of his, you know, public appearances, there's all this pomp that surrounds him, these people who will be color-coordinated, and the whole setting just visually looks gorgeous. But why would you call it a fraud? I mean, I really think that's Total unfair fraud. and very... Uh, Total fraud, a no, but fanatic. Why would you say fraud? I'll, I'll, Tell okay. us how you really why feel. One, one fraud is, uh, okay, so for example, performing miracles. This thing. No, but she doesn't say she performed no, a miracle. No, no, they one say, second. No, no, I'm, I'm saying she doesn't say that here I'm performing a that's miracle. Yeah, hmm. coming to that. Uh, a fraud is a person who believes that religion can, uh, uh, you know, can actually cure. A fraud is someone who brings a dying person from the street 
you know, who is uh, rife with uh, a disease or a pathogen, denies that person medicine, whispers uh, sweet nothing hymns into his or her ear, and thinks that person is happy. Uh, but they she, were happy. They were, there is a video. But they are happy. Well, I mean, they are, I mean, for example, now here's where no, I disagree it's, it's, with it's you. It's a simple no, question. If, if you're dying you. on the street, hmm. what would you prefer? Would I'd you prefer, prefer someone to give medicine? me love? Yeah, I'd prefer someone to give me love. If those are only two you options. You won't prefer are, medicine? No, I might prefer medicine, but might. if I don't have that, yes, I might. But if I don't have that, this is good enough. Now, this is what I'm saying. This whole thing that, like, for example, Sai Baba. Mm -hmm. My mother is a huge Sai Baba Bhakt. She goes to Puttuparthi every year 15 days to do seva. Mm -hmm. I don't think Sai Baba could perform miracles ever since he's died. She stopped going. I think her fanboy moment is gone after he died. Uh, by the way, Sudhir, if you want to jump in at any point, please jump in, yeah? Sure. So, but, but I have seen the hospital he's made. I've seen the good he's done. There are a lot of people who think that they got cured because he gave them babuti. Now, I don't think he's God. But if someone would say Sai Baba is a buffoon who's done nothing, I'd say, dude, what have you done in life? Okay, yeah. one sec, let me finish. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Anna. I don't think Anna is God or the way, you know, everyone else during the movement used, but I've gone to Ralegaon Siddhi and I've gone to pretty much every district in this country. I've traveled this country by road. I haven't seen one village like, like Ralegaon Siddhi, not one. Now he may not, I may not agree with him a lot of other things, but I will not be disrespectful to him. Ki bhai, ye kuch kiya hi hai. So I have seen what Mother Teresa has done. Now you, like there was a very interesting episode and after this, I'll give you all the time you need to speak of picket fences where this Mormon who, you know, they don't believe in blood transfusion and he goes to the hospital and the doctor gives him blood transfusion and he wakes up and sues the doctor. The doctor says, that's what medicine, that's what it is. He says, I don't care what you're there for. This is what I believe. And I came here not for blood transfusion. I don't take anyone's blood in my body. It's against my religion. And he wins because that is what he believes. But irrespective of what you believe, there are people dying on the street and she gave them dignity in death. I think that's a lot more than anyone has ever done in this country at the scale she did it at. Okay, so there are two things. One is I think it's a wrong equivalence between Sai Baba and Mother Teresa because while I think both of them are frauds, Sai Baba also a fraud uh, and many people have exposed him, including PC Shorkar who also, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, hmm. uh, conjured uh, Rasgulla in front of him. Uh, but at least he made a hospital that cured people and millions have been treated and cured because of Sai Baba's hospitals. Now, if you, uh, and Hitchens was, by the way, not the only person who's exposed Mother Teresa, there are other people as well. I don't think but anyone's exposed Mother Teresa, they've just this put is an opinion. opinion. No, it's not an opinion. No, I've, I've read his piece. It's, it's, no, it's not a piece. It's, it it see, is a piece. You, there are people who used to work in the missionaries of charity. But there's no there's exposure nurses. there. Okay, here's well, the thing, one second, one by second. By exposure, there's I mean a, if some people who are working there hmm. who describe what is yeah, happening there. But there was no exposing, they didn't expose anything. It's their story that you may choose to believe as opposed to the story that was put forward by those who have continued to work for missionaries of charity saying that we do good. So it is two stories. Now, you are welcome to not believe the ones who are still there in their blue uh, bordered saris saying that we give dignity to the dying. We give uh, care to those who have not been cared for and that this is as important as medicine. Um, I actually know people who have got medicine from the missionaries of charity. So, I'm, I mean, I'm not so oh, sure. And they do have doctors there who do treat. So, I'm not sure about this medicine. Maybe in the particular leper case, she wasn't giving it that time. But I know that doctors do give medicine. Like Madhi said the other day, I spoke to some other people who but have also th been in there. There are documented cases. Document. This has been documented. I mean, one can go into uh, detail of it. It's not just one or two instances. 
um and also there have been cases where uh, you know in of course in those days there weren't disposable syringes but you know you would you would just use a syringe without boiling it again mm. sterilizing it and use it again mm. so there there have been many cases and like, like they do in war in which case all these generals also frauds No, it's not just that. Look, this is one of the richest <laughs> organizations, missionaries of charities. As are you telling me? And you know, you go, you go to there. The beds are on the. It's like filthy. The condition is filthy. Now, I do, what you call dignity is, of course, when you bring religion into it. And Mother Teresa has said proudly that uh, she, you know, twenty-nine thousand people have been killed. Oh, sorry, have died. I beg your pardon. Twenty-nine thousand people have died since she established her home. and uh, what she's giving is uh, a ticket to st peter and then the audience laughs and she laughs so she's obviously delighted that they have you know either no, she's religious i mean she's yeah. a nun i don't think that's a right. secret anyway so that's that on mother teresa and and i mean personally i feel a contempt for politicians who are feeling proud that mother teresa has become a saint or she indeed is a bharat ratna secondly if an organization were running a filthy rich organization were running um uh, uh, you know in india uh, professing to uh, you know bring succor or uh, you know solace to people who are dying uh, as a leader uh, if i was a politician i would say you better well make sure that you give medicine otherwise get out Well, then you would not be a very democratic leader. So thank God well, for that. Well, so I mean, because I don't I, think I, I don't say expose it because no, it's just no, but, but gullible. But this no, is but how the second, sainthood has happened. Yeah, but I don't. You but see, you, no, you a lot of things happen. On. A lot of things happen. It's but wrong. As a no, a lot of things may be wrong in your point of view. In my point of view, it's not wrong. But if a leader so says, "Nirmal Baba is not if, wrong if, in your yeah, point of let view," let me finish what I'm saying. Yeah. In my point of view, I think Nirmal Baba is an idiot. But I don't think I can ban Nirmal Baba. I think. If that is your prescription, I don't see how you proclaim to be a democrat. No, one second. I mean, if you, 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 your biggest thing with Lee Kuan Yew was I can't believe people appreciate Lee Kuan Yew, even if someone said slightly complimentary about Lee Kuan Yew. I can't believe you said that. And the fact is, Lee Kuan Yew was a, more fantastic leader than any leader we've had in a lot of ways. Although he was an autocrat, and that I disagree with. People have shades, but at the same time, in the same breath, if you can say that I would ban this person from doing no, this, no, listen, how can how can how is that democratic? No, I, I didn't say ban. You Let said you'd say get out as a leader yeah, of the country. W- okay. How so can you if, make someone I, get out? If if I go to a warehouse, I'm not calling it a missionary of charity or a you know whatever a home. I would call it a warehouse of dying people. If I go to Mother Teresa's warehouse of dying people and I see, uh, you know, ten thousand people just dying there, mm. okay, see, without w- being given medicine. Mm. As a sensible person or a leader, I would say these people must be given medicine. And mother would say, I, yeah, "Yeah, maybe you should do that since you're the leader." Good, sure. And then you'd say, "No, actually, but I can't." No, but I cannot like allow. Shit, so. I cannot allow a house to ha- to uh, to be housing ten thousand people and just waiting to be dying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, sorry. Let's move on. We have Sudhir there at the other end. Sudhir, I also have to tell you about my miracle. We'll do that at the end. Yes. <laughs> Now, Sudhir, I have one question for you. And sorry, do you want to say anything be- on this before we move on? let's move on okay sudhir uh i actually have very little information about this and i must say that other than the odd piece that comes out you know in a supplement i read this one pager on this organization what's it called i showed it to you in in kerala this radical muslim organization like uh, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. front of india yes, yes that's right the what front of india popular popular, popular. front of india now um Every other day, on page two or three, in at least the Delhi papers, you see CPM, you know, worker killed by RSS. RSS worker killed by CPM. Someone was making a bomb. Someone killed someone. Is it safe to say that Kerala has the bloodiest political canvas in the country? 
Well, not exactly just Kerala. Uh, it is basically confined to one district in the Malabar, which is North Kerala region of Kerala called Kannur district. Okay. Uh, Kannur, for the last 40 odd years, has seen a whole lot of clashes between CPM and RSS cadres in which some 230 odd activists on both sides have been killed. And 230? 230 wow. documented that activists on both sides, of which a majority of them are actually from the CPM, about 120-odd. There are some 60-odd from the RSS. Hmm. Even even though the RSS claims it's the CPM which is the aggressor, but both sides equally to blame hmm. for something like this. And in fact, while I was reporting from Kannur before the Kerala Assembly elections, the majority of the voices there were saying that if Pinrai Vijayan, who hails from Kannur, becomes the chief minister of Kerala, Kannur will rule Kerala. And that prophecy seems to be coming true because over the past 100 days, we are seeing a whole lot of incidents taking place in Kannur, its neighboring districts like Kodikod, and the latest incident coming day before yesterday when a bomb was thrown at the BJP office in state capital, Tiruvannathapuram. Tiruvannathapuram, correct. Like, it's like, you know, the, uh, we're taking it a bit too far. I'm told there are some 50 cases which have been booked, majority of them in Kannur, against both RSS, BJP and CPM activists. In fact, on the day of the election results on May 19th, Hmm. Uh, the CPM victory procession was attacked by RSS people, allegedly. So, so tell in me, retaliation, why? why? In retaliation, Sorry, yeah. go ahead. In retaliation, the BJP guys were um, 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 attacked. So this kind of thing happens and people are hacked to death, maimed, killed almost within hours. I mean, the revenge takes place almost immediately there in Kannur. So wh why, why do you think this is? I mean, I don't, uh, historically, is there any reason? Because, you know, there's... You know, there's political battles happen in Punjab, in Tamil Nadu. At best, Amma will get, you know, this guy picked up at night from his house with the cops. Or, you know, uh, of course, the worst was UP, Mayavati and Mulayam. Back in the yes. 90s, I think it was when, you know, that hostel, when everyone was locked in and in the, the guest book, house. Ajay, uh, the yeah, guest house, Ajay Bose's book, uh, Behenji has a very good account of that. But... Like historically, it's not like uh, Malayalis are considered the most violent people in the country. I think that go honor goes to Haryana and Punjab. Bengal, but no, you know, in this particular part of uh, Kerala, there is also the history of you know where this kind of valor is celebrated even as part of the culture. So uh, the CPM was in the 70s, the 60s was at the receiving end of similar atrocities which are committed, and probably now they are kind of. Now that they are powerful, at least in that part of Kerala, they are kind of uh, the, the, the people in power. So the RSS has been trying to uh, extend its um, uh, area of control. The RSS BJP is trying to spread, even though the BJP failed to win a single seat in Kannur, even though, again, they uh, fielded a candidate in a constituency called Kutuparambu, who was a victim of this kind of a political violence, a school teacher whose both legs had been cut off way back in 1994. So they yeah. have been trying to convey that they have been the victims of this kind of political violence by the CPM, but it hasn't really worked. But so, the yeah, so you that violence is spreading to other parts of Kerala is worrisome. And but also, needs to do something. But also, there's been that uh, history and tradition of hacking people, which is a lefty thing. Like literally yes. hacking body parts, killing people sometimes as a result but of it. But it's a lefty thing. It really is. <laughs> um, no, uh, no she, uh, Deepanjana is right because the CPM in particular does not like anyone a renegade, does not like anyone leaving their party and joining even and any other communist party or the RSS BJP. In fact, there is this famous case in 2009 of a popular leader called T.P. Chandrasekharan on whose body some 40-odd wounds were inflicted. He was literally hacked to death 
while he was traveling because they wanted to send a message that this kind of behavior of people leaving the CPM and going out to form their own outfits will not so be tolerated. So it's like the mob. You, 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 you can never exactly. leave. You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. Uh, but I'm very surprised because at least when you travel in, uh, in Kerala, you never feel that aggression, you know what I'm saying? You just never feel it. It's just a very friendly place. I mean, at best you feel, especially if you go from the north as Punjabis, mm. especially if you're a car full of four Dillywalas, you feel yeah, we are intruding. You don't get that, like you get in Haryana or something, you know? No, but they recognize you as an Axel, so that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, Anand, why do you think that is? What is no, it? No, but no, but I, I, as I, you I know, said, this yeah. is pretty much restricted, this kind of political violence is restricted only to one district out of the 14 districts of Kerala. So, so all this, all this killing and all is happening just there? Only in Kannur. Kannur is really, in that sense, the ground zero of this kind of political violence. Uh, you move to the uh, Kasargod district, which is north of Kannur, you wouldn't find anything of like that. You come down uh, to Central Kerala, to Palakkad, and to Malapuram, you wouldn't find anything like that. It's only Kannur which has this violent political culture. And much of the leadership of Kerala, especially the CPM, has come from uh, Kannur. Binray Vijayan comes from Kannur. Koderi Balakrishnan uh, and many other leaders uh, ministers in the present cabinet, they're all hailing from district so, uh, of Kannur. You have to be very careful on reporting on them. Is that is it so no, you know, well, Vijayan himself has been named in many of the cases before yes. when he was uh, young. In fact, uh, there are CPM villages where a RSS person cannot stay. Pinrai uh, Panchayat, which is the village from where Pinrai Vijayan hails, is one of those uh, CPM villages which are pretty notorious. You, it's complete domination by one political party. Yeah, no, I mean, as, as you were saying, I, I went to Kochi a couple of months ago hmm. and the only thing they were hacking in Kochi were like tips of coconuts. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to come back to this... Why do you they, think it is? No, there are two points. One is, as Dipanjana said, this, this hacking business is actually pretty uh, a staple of CPM. And if hmm. you remember in 97, Buddhadev Bhattacharji, he stood up on the floor of the assembly and he said 29,000 people uh, have been killed in political violence in Bengal since the 1970s. 29,000, you know. Wow, and the second thing is Panarai, uh, Panarai, his colleague, erstwhile colleague who then joined Congress, he actually wrote uh, a book, a non-fiction book on him and he said Panarai was the one who's, uh, you know, he alleged, Panarai had said that after we kill a person, we normally, you know, put salt so that the body, you know, mm. kind of does not decompose. Are you all serious? That yes. That's disgusting. So is, yeah. so, okay. Um, anyway, uh, I'll just read uh, one of the letters that we've got quickly before we move on to the next subject. Um, Sudhir, we just take three letters from our audience every week. So I'll just sure. read some bits of one. Okay. Um, so the first letter we'll read on this hafta uh, is from a viewer from Bahrain, Raghu Sharma. Uh, Raghu writes, Hi, sorry I was thinking you will be reading comments on Hafta, but realize you only look at emails sent to you and not comments. Actually, you do look at comments and only take emails, yeah, Raghu. Also have an inquiry whether you read only emails from subscribers or Bengalis or if it's funny, <laughs> as I'm none of those. See, Raghu, moving, moving on to the next email. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're neither Bengali nor a subscriber nor funny. First of all, I, you should... Really become a subscriber. I'm very disappointed, Raghu. You must subscribe. You see, we burn a lot of cash in trying to get this to you. Uh, he's writing from Bahrain, and I think this geography has been represented at all till now, so I hope my email is read. And uh, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, he says, I won't get into what I think about all the panelists as Abhinandan reading that on each podcast has gotten to the point that it's boring to hear, although I'm sure it amuses you all. 
Of course it does. <laughs> when does hearing when our own has praise? When it been boring it? to hear about yourself? But I would briefly like to talk about two issues. One is the Sandeep sex scandal. It's all good to be liberal, educated, moralistic by saying that it doesn't mean a thing for anyone. What two people do in their own bedroom? And I think Manisha's piece on that as well. By the way, I want to ask Manisha for the link for the whole video as I can't find it online. We should put that. Look, we are not into titillation. If you want to see the video, you can watch mainstream ABP channels. News. Please watch. Oh yeah, those channels. Or you can just go to Pornhub or something. We report the news, even if we have fun while doing it. But he says, but one has to understand it's a political party and it has to cater to voters. And we'll all know that 90% of the voters think like, don't think like you and me. And six outside marriage is taboo. So he says that he had to be fired, no matter whether it was a this thing or not. He disagreed with Anisha, and I think pretty much everyone Everybody. except me. And he said that I think Abhinandan wanted to touch upon this, like even Clinton got impeached. So yeah, I agree. He has to be fired. Uh, the second thing is Julian Assange. He says, I think there's a lack of knowledge and depth about America's politics in your discussion. Abhinandan will say, why the fuck should I give a, why should I give a fuck about America? But dude, then why do you keep bringing up Trump and America when you don't give a fuck? Actually, no, I said I don't give a fuck about how I should pronounce American names. Raghu, I have never said I don't give a fuck about America. In fact, I've said the opposite. I've said we have to be careful of what's happening in America because it impacts the world in ways. That's why we report Trump. But yeah, I don't give a fuck about if I mispronounce their names because it's not my language. Um, I feel most of you have a soft corner for Democrats and Hillary Clinton and suddenly you find Assange a dick. I'm sorry, Assange has done more for the world than any other fucking journalist. Sorry for cuss words, but it's bad influence of listening to Abhinandan. Without WikiLeaks, you would not have known anything about the dirty games US has played for so long. He has sacrificed his freedom and probably his life for that. And you just call him a dick. I really take offense to that. Whatever Snowden says now, WikiLeaks helps Snowden escape to Russia. Who called him a dick? I may have, you know, who have I? <laughs> <laughs> I just go around calling everyone a dick. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so that's what he said. Uh, and he says, we uh, we think Hillary is very good and Trump is bad. He thinks Trump is less dangerous because he's just a buffoon. And Hillary is a conniving power. You can uh, uh, read Raghu's full email on our website. Thanks, Raghu, for listening. And in the end, he says, overall, I love listening to News on Hafta. I'm going to subscribe now. You better after <laughs> abusing us, <laughs> huh, Raghu. Uh, but yeah, keep doing the good work. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, let me start with you um, quickly uh, on this, because uh, you know, we have to move on the next. Sudhir, you know, who was this uh, Indian American, uh, Indian uh, in UK uh, who's just... Keith Vaz. Keith Vaz. Keith Vaz. He also had to resign, although soliciting for sex is against the law there. So he can say... I, resigned on technical grounds because I broke the law. But even if it was allowed, you think he could have stayed in office after having been caught indulging in, uh, you know, uh, uh, homosexual activity um, with male prostitutes being a married man? You think he could have continued? Difficult. I mean, for a politician, it's always extremely dicey to kind of continue, especially when you have lost fees, uh, given the British morality or the Indian morality in the case of a Sandeep Kumar. It becomes difficult because you have to kind of face the people to get elected and stuff like that. So I guess it's a very difficult... In, in Sandeep Kumar's case, as we have been debating, it's it, there are too many ifs and buts. 
Did he do this? Did he not do that? Uh, what was the woman there for? Uh, the woman's statement subsequently that she had gone for a ration card. Hmm. Sorry, did you uh, say ifs and buts hmm. on talking on keys? Okay. Just right. terrible, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> Anand. <laughs> Sorry, the <No>, but pretty <laughs> dodgy. Huh. But yes, I think politicians have uh, uh, the Lakshman Rekha is much too close to the politicians. You know, for ordinary people, probably it's a little uh, distance away. But for politicians, they they need to be very careful about the crossing the line. or not crossing the line right uh anand really could keith faz have not resigned i mean like all of you said that big deal he should have stayed i i was like blown away like re- realistically for anyone who follows politics you really think a guy can stay whether it's against the law or not well i mean if it's if it was consensual i find it absolutely no reason why he should resign absolutely not i mean he can be sacked and then he can say all right to hell with you guys but you know i mean the whole uh, and again you see uh, about this um, sanjeev kumar was it sanjeev kumar sandeep or? sandeep sandeep kumar's thing you see last week i think when we were on hafta the, the whole story hadn't really uh, unspooled yeah, i was just going to say and the now story it has, has come out that the woman yeah, i mean you know the woman came out and i don't think FIR. anything's particularly clearer by the yeah. way Right. But there are but, certainly more details yes. out there and because at least the woman has come out and said this this uh, you know at least we know the woman's version. Yes, uh, we have another version. When we were on Hatta last time we did not yeah, so although we, we don't quite because her version now doesn't match with some of the other evidence that the cops have come up with. Which is why uh, his case can't be charged sheeted apparently. Because he like the cops said he's probably going to get bail because they got nothing on him. Uh, we'll just come to that a little later. But I'd like to talk about at this point my piece on abp news who actually went at news laundry and were giving a lesson to manisha pande uh, who isn't here who is the teesra mukhota teesra mukhota mukhota utra you know the the, the the these channels who pretend to report while titillating and uh, of course i didn't hold my punches uh, it it now so appears that the um, uh, calendar on the wall was a 2010 calendar in any case the first guy from the bjp who had said this guy he had said this from 2 months ago I don't know how someone can put on 40 kilos in two months, <laughs> but but now as more details emerge, uh, and and see the thing is this guy has said it's not me, this Mr. Kumar. So now he can't say it's not me, but this is actually from five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's either you. So now there's no one to tell us when I, it's wrong. Did he actually say it's not him? Yeah, yeah. he says it's not me. So now there is, no, and other than him and her, no one knows when it was recorded. Hmm. So there is. you know uh, it's it's just gets so complicated but and i mean the, to be honest look if it was consensual and up at that you know even so we we are actually being critical of ourselves by saying that when we were on hafta last week we did not know the whole events up should be even more critical because yes. they it they heard supposedly they uh, you know they got the news and half an hour later they said the poor sack, guy which is yeah but so you know that's what i was saying and today there is this news that 52 um up workers uh, females been, have uh, been uh, you know there, there, there is some news in uh, punjab have been um so who have filed a case against sharawat no that they no, filed because he is insulting punjabi women apparently it's no it's, there's also there's uh, something sexual, came out this morning uh, yeah. of an audio clip hmm. uh in which uh, an audio clip that allegedly says that an up leader has been uh, raping his domestic help i see Uh, but these are all at allegation stages there are there are a lot of um, there are a lot of scandals coming out from the up closet and as they will it continue were. to also today you know navjot singh sidhu launches pa- party it's not <laughs> a party though he says it's not a political party but we'll come to that before we come to that sudhir on yep. this special status that andhra pradesh was hoping for hmm. is this a real uh, kela for this one 
Um, well, uh, they have for, given all the see special status was a promise that Manmohan Singh made on the floor of the, the House of Parliament in the Rajya Sabha, even though it is not part of the AP Reorganisation Act. But that is something which every political party has harped on that that should be given. And if they get what, special status, what do they get? Basically, two things: one, that the central will uh, bear the cost of ninety percent uh, cost of all the projects of hmm. uh, the central uh, projects. And number two, tax incentives, especially to industry. Now, both these things have been given. What this centre says, we cannot call it a special status because the finance commission has said, apart from the northeastern and the hill states, no other state can get the special category status. And number two, there are objections also raised by Tamil Nadu and Karnataka that special st- category status should not be given to Andhra because then they will attract all the industry. Is this embarrassing Now, for him in his state to not get that? It's it's basically the nomenclature is not there. It's only, um, you know, it's naam mein kya rakha. It's like that. But so he gets the cash. I do will have to sell now. That right. I have not got this tag of a special category status, but I've got the mula into the kitty. So right. that is what he will have to sell because Naidu also realizes politically he cannot blackmail Narendra Modi. Narendra Modi does not need the TDP MPs to survive uh, in power. So Naidu also knows what is his Lakshman Rekha, how much he can really push. Right. um and i i, I remember i mean i remember uh, maybe couple of years ago maybe last year that nitish kumar had uh, yes. wanted a special status for bihar no he wanted a package i don't think he but he had gone a step further or if i can he says you know declare bihar a bimaru state hmm. is that right so okay. uh, i don't know whether you it know it wasn't declared so far i'm surprised <laughs> i'm just saying no disrespect <laughs> to bihar but seriously guys i mean if it hasn't been declared now then you know it's unlikely it will in andhra's case the loss was much bigger because they had lost hyderabad which was really True. the revenue generator they didn't have a state capital it was a truncated state so obviously they needed but, a bit of hand holding but sudhir they, they haven't really like lost it. hyderabad at least for the next 7 years right i mean it's only for for the next 10 years they uh, yeah but uh, for all practical purposes now they have shifted the capital to vijayawada and surrounding areas he's not ruling out of hyderabad right uh, so they needed hand holding the congress had promised special status for 5 years venkai naidu in many languages um, said i will give for 10 years but now they have again made it till 2020 2015 to 2020 right the whatever this incentives which have been given so you were saying divanjana on andhra pradesh absolutely nothing okay fine so um okay moving on this um kashmir delegation all party delegation i was very fascinated by its coverage last night and night before last uh, because um you know apparently for the first time if you watch times now ndtv and ibn that all the parties it was like india first you know that you know we are talking about india and they all agreed there was no bickering that we have to resolve the situation all this daily stone throwing and people dying has to stop except news x who said that and even at this stage the parties are bickering with each other i was like now who do i believe do i believe the other three because i was like blown away i think these days news mein na जो आपका फीलिंग है ना उस वक्त बोल दो यार क्या फर्क पड़ेगा राहुल शिवशंकर यंग मैन वेंट ऑन टू दैट लाइन ऑफ डिबेट एंड ही है so it was this noise fest but arnab's approach was even more fascinating he said and for once you know it is india's interest first and all the parties instead of fighting just spoke in one voice i said abhi ladai kaise karayega matlab but he still after that managed to create a jhagda i think that is art <laughs> but um 
Anand, you start. Did it make the Hurriyat look bad? This uh, issue was brought up in Barkha's show that since Gilani refused to ma- meet them, within Kashmir, he has lost some credibility because Kashmiris will say that these guys had come in as a conciliatory talk to you and you disrespected them. So you have disrespected Kashmiriyat. Um, a couple of people on the panel said they don't give a fuck. In fact, they'd be happy. What do you think? You think? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean the whole point is, first of all, this thing, uh, you know, the constant... Uh, debate whether 95 this 5% 95% we've heard a lot you know mm. and a lot of politicians have started saying this that only 5% of the people uh, and that too concentrated in the valley mm. are are the ones who are going for wanting uh, you know a change or an azadi 95% so i think for heaven's sake first let's get the data data right <laughs> i'm sorry you know let's let's find out exactly where and how many people are wanting a political change because for the life of me I cannot understand I I mean sorry I don't want to come across as rude but I I really feel ki yaar just grow up guys you know accession treaty aa gayi hai the the rule was uh, you know a brit made rule that 600 principalities can either go to india or pakistan they cannot be independent lot of water has flowed in spite of that there has been a treaty there is a jnk you know a bill they are treated differently this all those things are there so i don't understand what political solution they are demanding except a complete secession from india or independence now you know or going to pakistan so uh, what it, gilani says i i don't really you know i mean it's just and let me also say that the same you know it's ironical that the people who demanding a political solution because of the 60 days of violence stone throwing the reason for which was the killing of a terrorist in my view and the same terrorist had said during election time that agar koi vote if you see someone going to give a vote hmm. usko cheer do this was the language hmm. that burhan yeah, wali used but they have so and hurriyat has always been against elections threats, yeah. anyway. but um, w- w- what do you think sudhir how big an issue is kashmir you know your your neck of the woods you know as they say in in uh, north north parlance south of the vindhyas <laughs> <laughs> like no, obviously like, it is something which kind of is read with interest but i don't know whether it's really followed with that much of interest as it would be say in um, in a delhi or in any other state of north india but i guess uh, there is concern that it's a state which seems to be almost slipping away and the problem with the media's interpretation is that we see it like a kashmiri film ये सब हीरो हैं ये सब विलन है प्रॉब्लम इज दैट इन टेलीविजन स्टूडियो एस्पेशली ऑन प्राइम टाइम सिंस सर्टन पीपल हैव टू बी शाउटेड एट एंड दे विल शाउट बैक सो यू हैव टू क्रिएट दिस हीरोज एंड विलन इज ऑलमोस्ट लाइक ए गेम विच इज प्लेड आउट एवरी नाइट विच रियली डजेंट मेक इन सेंस but does it annoy you as a news professional uh, who you know as you said you've lived in hyderabad you know kerala tamil nadu um to see this night after night either aap or kashmir like really seven days a week five days prime time debate chalta hai baki to they have soft stories like flashback of devanand ki gano ke program or whatever they have at I, night i i really think television journalism is killing itself i would say television journalism is pretty much uh, at the entrance to the mortuary wow. that's my very strong opinion on this mm. uh, the print media may be in the icu but television journalism has kind of <laughs> gone to the mortuary before print media and the manner in which they continue to do that of only sting operations will be news and nothing else will be news this is trp journalism as somebody told me that good journalism necessarily does not become trp journalism i think we are really killing television journalism if we continue like this on that note i'd like to once again plug subscribe to news laundry we're trying to do things a little differently 
uh, for that uh, we don't take advertise support because that complicates matters in a lot of ways because then you are vying for trps and hits you know then you want eyeballs and we'll have to do kim kardashian's as picture kind of uh, program uh, you know articles which you know are clickbaity so our burn is almost four or five times uh, you know how much we make so we need more of you to get involved so we can grow because only then can we have a model that can help journalism survive and i mean just one point i think sudhir makes a very ex- you know very good point about uh, the kind of news that is being fed to us and uh, i i actually i would like to thank narendra modi for you know this uh, uh, high frequency of his foreign visits because that's the only occasion when we g- get to learn about these foreign countries and get some foreign news <laughs> you know so that's actually true i mean if narendra modi wasn't going abroad what have you learned about laos is laos, what i want vietnam, to know vietnam and you know uh, mongolia kisko kya pata yaar so you know i've learned about laos from modi's visitors ki bhai modi also toasts wine ab pata nahi usme wine thi ki pani tha but he was cheers karta obama ke sath <laughs> let me just come to that straight away and this is what america was and i don't know whether it is now but you know at least 15 20 years ago american news would have 28 minutes out of 30 on america i mean world news and 2 minutes would be world news mm. this was the case in europe true. i think that's europe still true i think that's still true so you know would, uh, well uh, i have um, a little observation and uh, everyone can give the two bits and we'll move on <coughs> i was watching the g20 coverage and uh, narendra modi who i think i think it was a fantastic thing that he ticked off pakistan without naming them on a platform like that I think it's about time someone did that because that's the only way to resolve this, you know, international pressure, and this is the way to get that. Although I wonder why no leader did it before. Sudhir, you've been a journalist for over two decades. Why has no leader ever ticked off Pakistan in on a public forum? Is it considered rude? I, I don't know. It's I think they have. I think Manmohan Singh has in his UN speeches. No, no, no. Obliquely. Uh, I, I, I think it's also to do with the kind of leaders. I mean, as they say, after Indira Gandhi, now we have Narendra Modi. In between, who did you have? Rajiv Gandhi, who was no. seen as one young guy who accidentally became prime minister you had narsimha rao you know who really not speak much you had devagoda ik gujral considered a very softy foreign affairs expert narendra modi is of a different brand at least that's the way i look at it hmm. and i i mean i think he will call a spade a spade you know you know the 56 right. inch he also has to prove that it hasn't shrunk right right but wasn't it rajiv gandhi who said nani yaad dila denge pakistan ki nani <laughs> yeah this infamous uh, that, speech that manishankar ayer wrote he read it <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i disagree with sudhir when he says narendra modi is called a spade a spade no he did not name pakistan right i yeah. mean it's like obama criticizing russia and saying well you know that country south or north or baltic <laughs> in between europe and you the know asia the country that sarah palin can see modi is referring to yeah, it not, i think that's uh, he's not going to have courage to allow you know i think that's clear but you know the one thing that i noticed in the when i was watching the coverage is and this i had i was very critical of Ma- manmohan singh also and maybe it, i should just accept it every indian prime minister will want to you know vie for obama's or whoever that time george bush's attention mm. i mean did you guys see the body language when he was you never see modi keeping pace with anyone modi walks and everyone keeps pace with him no matter what pace solid dialogue mar raha bhai matlab matlab he was obama you know said hi to someone modi you know like like a prom a, a prom queen you know, like the quarterback she's like trying to grab onto him i was like you know manmohan used to do this with bush 
एंड दिस सेकेंड टाइम इवन लास्ट टाइम विद मोदी ही वॉज जब ही मतलब वो चम्मड़ ही गया वो लटक ही गया ओबामा के गले से हमें छोड़ूंगा नहीं डू रिमेंबर दर इज दैट सॉन्ग परदेसी परदेसी जाना नहीं सो समबडी ब्यूटिफुली टू कॉल द फुटेज ऑफ ओबामा शेकिंग हैंड्स एंड यू नो मोदी सोर ऑफ हैंगिंग बिहाइंड वॉचिंग हिज एवरी मूव एंड देन द टू ऑफ द वॉकिंग अवे एंड द साउंड ट्रैक टू इट इज परदेसी परदेसी जाना नहीं इट वर्कस so beautiful every prime minister be like this to every us president sudhir what what is it with us indians well uh, as you mentioned george bush i mean uh, the manmohan singh george bush uh, camaraderie uh, that that was spoken about quite a lot and the body uh, the language bob bush used to push him around i remember during the press conference like he mm-hmm. physically held him and turned him around he physically held him and told no, him to work that was sonia talking was about how he used to um, regard manmohan singh highly as an economist so they i mean manmohan singh was in a different kind of a bracket not the same as modi probably also being about um, uh, more than 10 years younger than uh, manmohan singh hmm. but modi came with a particular this uh, past that the whole visa issue to the us and now i think in the last two years he has shown that you know he, he kind of treats and takes to external affairs foreign relations with the gusto and he has managed to do that and at least with obama we don't know whether he'll have a similar rapport with whoever occupies white house next it will be it will be fun to watch if it is a modi donald trump uh, meeting if that really happens that- Anand, why are we so keen? Why are we so you know, keen? We have to a be... complex. I mean, it's as simple as that. Angre, as simple as that. Yeah, right. yeah. And it, it's not white, white skin complex because obviously hmm. Obama, hmm. you know. But the whole point is, we have this thing, this fetish, almost like you know, to uh, a psychopathic level. Somehow our, you have to. But our power dynamic in every way with America is just so unequal, no? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, compare Philippines to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> compare the Philippines, dude. Yeah. Usne to uski ma ke charitra par lagch. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I mean that's ridiculous. So let me put it that way. Let let's say that's that's okay. unacceptable. All, but all children. Can you imagine Modi saying that? We aren't endorsing that. Just yes. for all, we don't think any world leader should talk like that. All I'm saying is that it's an Indian thing. You know, yeah. there were a lot of other countries in the stage of development that India's at who don't behave like Manmohan and Modi does when they were the US president. And Pakistan Kiev. also. You know, so this is South Asian thing. Ha, huh, Pak- Pakistan. So I think it's a different level. I mean, I've never level. seen a Vietnamese president, you behaving know, talk, yeah, behaving like that. To an, I mean, obviously, there's a history. There's a history. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, please. but you know. Okay, I'll quickly read one more email, then we'll move on to the next subject. Uh, this email is from Tabiz Imtiaz. Assalamualaikum to the News Laundry team. Waalaikum assalam, Tabiz Mia. Relax. I'm not as religious as a greeting must have sounded. <laughs> okay, Tabiz has put us at ease. I am, I am Tabiz Imtiaz, and I am doing masters in electronic engineering, electrical engineering from Zakir Hussain College of Engineering and Technology at Aligarh Muslim University. I would like to start with the share, as it is traditional institution. Jin ko suraj meri chokhat se mila karta tha. Jin ko suraj meri chokhat se mila karta tha. Ab wo khairat me dete hain ujala mujko. ऑप्शन Do I have not subscribed yet but I will once I get my scholarship. Oh okay. You're a student, you're on scholarship. Okay, you're excused. Okay, you're excused. But the rest of you listening, listen to Tabiz. We have to survive and for that you guys have to subscribe and make up the deficit that we burn every month. 
सो जस्ट लाइक अंग्रेज ऑफ द लगान और न्यूजीलैंड या द हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वैसे ही मैं कभी हफ्ता सुना नहीं छोड़ता देन ही टॉक्स अबाउट फ्यू बिट्स अबाउट द हफ्ता ही ऑल्सो सेज अभिनंदन प्लीज डोंट स्टॉप स्वेरिंग इट एड्स फ्लेवर थैंक यू एंड ही ऑल्सो लव्स when i do the impersonation of a stereotypical malana and when i say miyan gardane kat jayengi that always cracks me up main to hamesha bolta hu ya kisi religion ya islam ke bare mein kuch bola miyan gardane kat jayengi theek hai i also like ranga uncle his arguments are often quite logical usually i agree with his rationale on almost every issue but i find myself on a different page whenever the kashmir issues discussed i like the way he's critical Thank of you. aap i think that's good as it creates an internal balance of checks balances balances with abhinandan on the one side and ranga on the other So that's very good balance. They tally. अभी एक और झगड़ा करेंगे इसके बाद. Same same weight on the seesaw, by the way. <laughs> yes, exactly the same. Yeah. I greatly admire the commitment and passion of Madhu has for journalism. Can you take it series is really good. It's unfortunate journalists like her are on the verge of extinction. ऐसे मत बोलो यार. On the verge of extinction. Yeah. Madhu is rich pushed, and there are many other like her. I I don't think he meant it badly, but that's yeah. what he's written. Okay. But yes, we all appreciate Madhu very much. By the way her new hairstyle is really cool I'm not I'm not stalking her I saw her on clothes line it's because the hairstyle that I learned for the first time that the direct relationship that age shares with Helen's okay and she he's in love with your accent Dipanjana the fact that it nat- that it's natural makes him love it even more Why, and she always become brings in fresh air to the discussion and the unique thing that he finds about Manisha is her views are quite indigenous to her, her views always smell of originality Ugh. So fine he's invited us to AMU at some point I will hopefully come at some point his so entire I've family there, teaches there wonderful wonderful place all right yeah. so anand and and he has a complaint he says whenever he comes to delhi people here think amu is only for muslims because it's called aligarh muslim university and hindus are discriminated against uh, well i'm sure it's not like that when i come you can show me around and आनंद यू हैव एनीथिंग टू से टू दैट मैं मैं शेर भी सुना दूं जाते जाते हां हां आप कहां जा रहे हैं अलीगढ़ अलीगढ़ की गलियां हैं या तैराक के मुसव्वर अलीगढ़ की गलियां हैं या तैराक के मुसव्वर जो शक्ल नजर आई तस्वीर नजर आई अरे वाह वाह हाउ नाइस हाउ नाइस सो थैंक यू फॉर फॉर योर मेल तबीज रियली नाइस ऑफ यू एंड व्हेन यू डू गेट योर स्कॉलरशिप डू सब्सक्राइब अंटिल देन get someone in your family to subscribe because that's the only <laughs> way we'll we'll survive this is incorrigible i have to yeah but what a what a lovely email thank you so yes, much absolutely. okay coming back uh, to uh, sudhir sudhir we'd like your view hmm. on this haryana biryani cuz you live in hyderabad right yep mia hyderabad ki biryani is world famous hai ha and actually Hyderabad when I went I was I was very disappointed with the paradise biryani but there was this mm. new place in Jubilee Hills mm. uh, 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 I, f- I forget what it's called uh, the, what are the hills there sorry there's there's um, Jubilee and Banjara the, Jubilee and Banjara yeah, so in Jubilee Hills there's a new place it's called the Spice Route or something which has the best food I've eaten in my life and I have made food shows for 8 years I've traveled the country so in okay. Hyderabad the food is amazing but a tell us the difference between Hyderabad and Lucknow biryani and what do you think of Mr Khattar saying All biryani in Haryana will be examined. कि भाई कौन सा गोश्त है? Well, I I I frankly don't know. I mean, where uh, Qatar comes from and what he really intends to do. Frankly, <laughs> I don't know much about it. But all I can say is that in the run-up to Bakrid, at least in Hyderabad, uh, there has been some kind of uh, attacks on people who are carrying cattle. Uh, in fact, the Muslim groups in Hyderabad have asked the police commissioner to ensure that they get enough number of animals for. Uh, Uh, offering so there is some kind of a debate going on but nothing of the level which is happening in haryana definitely oh my god i wasn't aware of this okay i missed this on the news but um 
tell us how do as we say in delhi people south of the vindhyas <laughs> perceive this creature called uh, you know the haryana government that sometimes comes up with we will you know people shouldn't wear short skirt noodle khane se rape hota hai i mean is is are you guys blown away by what you see and that it's covered not, so much not not really if you're talking of dress code there are enough mad caps even in a place like mangalore in coastal karnataka who keep issuing dictates on what should be worn what should not be worn yeah, for instance can... there was a fascinating story from mangalore where some of the colleges said that the veil the burqa should not be worn by the muslim students there hmm. in protest since that was not being done the uh, students the hindu students the hindu boys started wearing a saffron scarf around their neck that protest went on for over a week so this kind of a dress code kind of thing happens even in south india that's, so we have our own versions of ml cutters out here that's true actually i remember visiting mangalore manipal i had gone there imagine they called college called me to talk to young kids up lecture do unka to ho gaya kaand un bachcho ka pata nahi kya hoga unka but there i saw these notices on the beach not allowed to hold hands and then i asked the students yeah. students said that there's a whole lot of moral moral policing which takes place there yeah and they said the cops are complicit they said if we are outside the hostel you know just walking we go to a dhaba to eat or something if a cop catches us they have been given instructions and i mean this is illegal they will put you in an auto and say you get back to college you, sh- you cannot be out here like yeah. it's shocking but actually it's also for their own safety because there are vigilante groups of both hindus and muslim groups muslims from this popular front of india or the campus front of india which is their student organization hmm. or the bajrang dal or uh the other uh, um, shiv sena shri ram sena kind of outfits which do this so in fact the police would like to be there um, uh, like the students to be in the college campuses so that they are actually safe from these two uh, different sets of groups i see um please um dipanjana uh, i just like to say that you know while we're talking about lucknowi and hyderabadi biryani there's calcutta biryani which is oh. the only real biryani really? apparently oh, just go, just okay. the bomb food just so yeah i have never ever i mean to be honest are you serious i've heard of calcutta biryani but Calm it is down. <laughs> i have not made this up no, no, and it's, it's and true. bengalis are very 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 protective about the status i'm personally not a huge fan but uh, i felt the need to speak for my people who throw in an egg and a potato ha wo aloo dal dete hain but trust me it's it's nothing like that it's like basically you know i had this friend you know the the, the bengalis um, uh, bengalis <laughs> they like like thuso their stuff in every bhai wahan hamara hi best hai it helps that it helps that we have stuff of great taste it's like, is all i'm saying it's like my friend in patiala he had a dachshund that was about 2 inches by 2 inches it was like this dog which could fit in your hand एंड वहां पर डॉग शो हो रहा था हाउंड्स की रेस तो हाउंड्स की रेस तो पेपी भी डाल दे मैं क्या तेरा पेपी तो छटांग भर जाए कोई नहीं सब नस रहे ये भी नस जूगा एवरी ये भी भाग लगा बंगाली जो दैट वॉट बिरानी हाँ हमारी भी है इडली हाँ हमारी भी है बेस्ट गोल्ड गप्पा दैट यू गैस कॉल इट पानीपुरी ना पुचका पुचका वट एवर इज इन बेंगाल अरे ये वो टूटा तो मैंने कहा ठीक है जाते देखते हैं कुछ बहुत तोप चीज होगी दिल्ली के हर एक नुक्कड़ पर आप उसको आपको वैसा पुचका मिल जाएगा हर एक नुक्कड़ पर कैलिफोर्निया वाइन टेस्ट ऑफ ऑल पुचकाट 
ट्रेन एंड सर क्या हो गया तो ऐसी तो छड्डा ना ऐसी जी हम तो गलती में चढ़ गए ऊपर जोश में आके ओके ऑन अ नॉन नॉन ह्यूमरस नोट दिस इज हरियाणा इज स्केरी right mm. and i'll tell you why it is because we've got these vigilantes all over the place we've got loonies everywhere that's fine equal opportunity and all that Haryana has a cow protection unit. Yes. Right? Um they cow service commission. Uh indeed. Because you know th- <laughs> like that's what UPSC. you need. <laughs> um there are the the Gorakhshaks there now are also asking for the right to bear arms because how else are they going to protect these cows apparently. Hmm. Um and not this is not in haryana of course but there is an excellent report that has come out on the day that we've recorded this by satish jha on the arrest of the four cops who were accused of beating the four dalit boys right. in una um now the report everyone's reported the story but indian express's report of this is superb because it it sort of looks into a lot more detail than anyone else has hmm. and what you see there is how intimately law enforcement administration and these long running biases work together haryana turning around and you know saying that eid biryani must be beef hmm. you're cementing something rather than attacking it and as an administration i i i realize i'm being the black hole of fun right now but this is exactly the opposite of what a government is supposed to do i completely agree and i think what's con- what concerns me i mean no secret that i'm completely anti bjp and you could even say to the point of prejudice uh, that when someone like yogi adityanath you know amit shah's rally i think where was it in up which which city and there were slogans that make you adityanath the chief ministerial candidate it's not the fringe the mainstream believes that and that is the thing you know the more you i mean i i had you know a mama who was in the rss and i've read a bunch of thoughts by guru golwalkar uh anyone who thinks that you can be in the sang and not be fringe doesn't know anything about the sang so the expectations that one has that you can be in the sang and still be moderate is you know like you said you you can't fundamentalist you know that whole thing you can't anyway. be a little bit pregnant you can't yeah. yeah yeah so no, on your views i mean you know what can i say look these guys and you know khatter i think uh, a year before he became the chief minister he had said some really obnoxious things about um uh, I mean there's women. such a long list of obnoxious yeah, things he said about longer. women in particular uh, yes, he has a know. fondness for but us but you see then again the, uh, let me anjame gulistan kya hoga har shaakh pe ullu baitha sorry har shaakha pe ullu baitha nice if you know what <laughs> i mean you know so the, the point is that even though there are 26 states that have a beef ban hmm. 
Haryana is like almost like you know that we have the best athletes. We have <laughs> <laughs> prize. They just want to serve. They are like one of your dashun. You know, like chota hai state chota hai. लेकिन नस रहा है. You know, नस रहा है. हाँ, मतलब हम first हमें first आना. हमें first आना. You know. ठीक है. So this is competitive. Uh, it's not even fascism because it is something so deranged that uh, you feel just uh, what is this country i mean as- essentially and then i you know you will accuse me uh, that i go on 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 about that you know how our founding fathers uh, destroyed the constitution mm. did not make it secular and the people who followed for the next 40 years did not and the evidence is that 26 states have a beef ban no not all of them are haryana Sure. Okay, for example, uh, Delhi. For example, Delhi has a beef ban. Yeah. Of course, it's not as uh, stringent as some other states. But w- the moment you get power, the moment you get power to change things, change it. No one does. And in fact, you Delhi's know? beef ban was never enforced because right. when that beef ban happened, we Aruna, who used to work here at the time, I said you go to that hotel, Lila Jobi Tha, and they had a Japanese order beef, and mm. he ordered beef. They said, "I show it's cow." Yes, he didn't mm. know he was a reporter. Right. And we wrote a piece on it. Next day, we called them up. We said, "You sir, beef?" They said, "No, no, we don't." Because <laughs> they saw this. <laughs> Okay uh we're just going to discuss two more so things So that's sorry that's one more thing I like about Kerala hmm it does not have a beef ban Right so uh, Sudhir uh, if you have any recommendations we like to give some recommendations to our audience before we wind up but we have two more things you want to discuss mm-hmm. I know you're on the phone and if you're uncomfortable you know with your you're getting overheated feel free to tell us to that you need to go but we'd like you to stay till the end but uh, no pressure um one is uh, what do you What do you think? What do you think of this railways surge pricing? Uh, just to tell our listeners, the railway minister has suggested—not suggested—it's pretty much going to happen now. That for every 10% in the super fast trains, that is the Shatabdi, the Rajdhani, which are trains that are used by the more affluent, let's face it, uh, though not everybody uses the affluent, but yeah, relatively, considering India has so many poor people, for every 10% seats booked, the price will go up 10%. So potentially the price could go up one point five percent, one and a half times for some trains, uh, and maybe double in one case. I'll have to check on that. You can see the link of the article below. But Sudhir, you think it's a good idea, or this is a terrible idea for a country like India? Well, my limited take on this, Adinandan, is that probably they're trying to make it very similar to how the airlines operate. Correct. That it's not one fixed pricing, dynamic pricing, depending on when you book your ticket. so given the fact that they keep talking about taking railways to the next level uh, that instead of taking the flight you should take the train especially on short uh, haul routes why not i mean let the market decide let let people uh, get the best of what it was i mean what, and and this is not in, in this is not in the you know the jammu tawi type it's not in the trains where it's not in the jammu tawi type it's in the the rajdhani and the duranto uh, the shatabdi ones right right yeah So I guess uh, there are a whole lot of people who can afford a flight, but say maybe traveling from a Hyderabad to a Bangalore instead of taking the flight, given the fact that both the airports in the, both the cities are very far off from uh, the center of town, people may want to take a train and. Um, um, uh, and this is a smart way of. Why not? And the smart way of getting revenue, more additional revenue. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Anand. No, it's uh, it's a good thing, but hmm. the bloody hypocrites. That's all I have to say. Why? On one hand, you uh, you know you you've said you've That's not sold a single <laughs> you've not sold a single strategic asset, hmm. and you came to power on this so-called development mantra, saying the government has no business to be in business. Correct. Banks, वही uh, public sector banks हैं उनको hotel भी नहीं बेचा यार hotel कुछ नहीं hotel भी नहीं बेचा nothing. On the other hand, you're going to the extreme. 
I, I, I mean, extreme, extremely logical market economics, which is surge pricing. Mm. So let it be known, it's a good step, but bloody bunch of hypocrites. I don't think it's a good step. Mm. No. All right, because no. uh, let's. Uh, this is targeted at making the railways earn a little more money. Mm. Right. That's. That's ostensibly the reason that we're doing this. I guess. Um, the net result of this move is that those uh, tickets at their maximum, which is going to happen given mm. the uh, the frequency, uh, the amount of traffic that railways gets, are now Rajdhani Duranto in its maximum revised is going to be 500 rupees more expensive. I'm talking Delhi Bombay, by the way, mm. um, than an Indigo or Go Air flight bought one week in advance. So is that people, right? So people yes. will buy a flight then. Buy, people will so fly. It'll be cheaper to fly. Exactly. Even if it's five hundred rupees, if it's five hundred rupees and eighteen hours saved, mm. why am I going to take the train? So this is just not going to help earnings in any possible way. And let me also say, I mean, you can call me a horrendous, evil person, politically incorrect or whatever. Would I ever? But, <laughs> <laughs> but the great joy of traveling is traveling. By train. Uh, uh, well, it is. I it agree is, completely. But, but the point is, you look at the services that are provided and you look at, I mean, I don't mind the train travel, but for train travel, you have to, you have, to have a proper station, a decent station. I so at, agree you know, with you. I have, in I have the stopped trains. going by train because I cannot stand the filth hmm. uh, that is, you know, an exception to the train travel. I eat two packets of Maggie, I'm constipated, so let's go. It's anyway, horrendous. But, you know, but so, honestly, yes, we needed that much service detail. Service providing, thank you. Ho. And you know, uh, price bada No, but I must tell you, I don't have a view on the surge pricing. Honestly, I haven't given it any thought. You can look at our uh, piece, which we'll put a link to, which has a handy. Ooh, okay. While I destroy everything on the table, I'll, it I'll, has a handy table giving you comparison. You can read our piece on news laundry, and uh, maybe I'll read that piece and I'll have a view. But and I how just much? How to much of the revenue of the railways is earned through cargo or freight? That also would be an interesting thing. If it's majority yes, is that, he here's the then thing, Anand. If, even if the majority is that, the whole point of doing this is yeah, to earn is more. Is defeated. That, no, but you know, I traveled to Dardun by train um, last week. Oh, that's a very nice. Journey. And it's just you know, train yeah. travel is so beautiful. And yeah. but the thing is, this the railway police Nizam don't like to ha hang out. Yeah, you know, because mm. you know when you go through the forest, you like to hang out. And it was raining. So, you know, you hang out <laughs> of the train. Is it? Come on. It's so beautiful. Yes. They should they should have some patches of outdoor. You can, you know, get that thing in. Anyway. So that and uh, lastly, I'll just quickly read one more email. Letter from Prakash Ayer. Prakash says, uh, he's written before and he's a subscriber, yada yada yada. <laughs> okay, thank you, Prakash. You you knew I'd go there. As a lis regular listener and a Twitter follower of all of you, I was glad to notice the issue of Shauri Ambedkar mentioned in this podcast. Anand, who is usually always about facts and stats and data, dismissing that Shauri's book on Ambedkar and just che cheering Bhim the Great was quite a surprise. As you guys mentioned that you guys should look in should discuss in length about the facts in Shauri's book, I request you as a subscriber to do so. We will. Anand and I will have yeah. a long chat on that. Have a discussion as a podcast as on, or as an article. That would really be truly non-lazy journalism because too many have dismissed Shori without getting into facts. Assign him all the motive that you want, but please move on from that to the fo and focus on the fo fact. I recall Sekri saying the same thing about Shori and Ambedkar a few times before, but somehow in all these years, he hasn't produced a single piece to back it up. Also would like to know what Trehan thinks about this. Prakash, are you from the army? Because I'm Sekri, Madhus Trehan. <laughs> You know, you're like he's, he's following <laughs> he's, journalistic convention. A After guy. a first reference, you go with the surname. surname. Achha, this is a very army thing. I'm not. Uh, 
So he says, uh, Ambedkar was a great yet flawed human being who did exhibit some characteristics of a petty opportunistic leader. As experienced journalists, I'm sure it's not that hard to believe that great leaders can be petty and not, as Anand says, alone afar above. No matter how impressed we are by Ambedkar or Gandhi or whoever, we should never put them so high on a pedestal and forget they are human. We need to understand the mistakes too. Um, Prakash, thank you for your mail. Appreciate it and thank you for subscribing. Uh, but because I can't let you know you pass without asking you for something more, uh, uh, get someone in your family also to subscribe. Yeah, say, akele, akele. Matlab news laundry ka news laundry ka swad aap akele, akele khaa rahe. Share karo. Family ko bolo subscribe karein. But I haven't come up with any specifics because there's a whole book called uh, called uh, Worshiping False Gods. I mean, I'll give you one instance where Shori basically quotes Ambedkar's meetings with the the British. You know, when this whole talk of independence started happening and tries to convince them not to go. And there were certain other movements that Gandhi led against the British, which he said uh, the Dalits of the country should not be part of. And those are factual quotations of Ambedkar's writings and speeches that he has quoted and said, therefore, this guy was anti-national or whatever. You know, he was a British toady. He used the word British toady very often for Ambedkar. Now, I think what Ambedkar said at the time was very relevant and uh, justified from his point of view because uh, the Indian society was completely caste-ridden. But Shori has used those writings and called him a British toady. That's what I meant. I mean, you can read the book. I really don't have to quote anything. There's, he has, so that's why I think Shori is a brilliant man. But if you, uh, you know, uh, approach writings of someone, uh, speeches 40 years ago, and you know, twist them out of context like this, you can, you know, destroy the credibility of a man as great as Ambedkar. That's the only point I was making. I don't think Shori is not a bright man or not honest. He's being honest, but with an agenda. Anand, I'll let yeah, no, you. I mean, I, I would also add to that that you know, I, I I've got a lot of flack mm. um, uh, over the years for uh, <clears throat> I mean, people say, oh, you you are a Gandhi bhakt, Ambedkar bhakt, you know, and uh, people. Uh, I mean, once I was uh, you know basically charged with saying that oh, this is you worshiping when I said that you know we mm. we stopped following people, we started worshiping. I said, don't you worship Gandhi? I said, no. Look, there is one thing where you. If you've read sufficiently, I'm not trying to be self-flattering, but if mm. you've read sufficiently about these two people, and I have, then you realize that at certain instances in their lives, these guys entered a zone. Okay, Now, you only have to see what happened the event during the events of Naukhali, that you would realize that Gandhi entered a zone. And Ambedkar has entered the zone more times than Gandhi did. So, and it is not that I have not, I'm not critical of these people. I mean, you know, I'm the first person who would say that I consider Gandhi as having, quote-unquote, killed his wife by not, you know, giving penicillin. Correct. You know, the same example of Mother Teresa we brought up, but this, you know, I've, I've said this before. And Gandhi saying that, you know, the, the people of Bihar, they deserve the, you know, this was a retribution when the great earthquake came. Mm. So it's not that you, the point is, you can criticize, at the same time, you can admire a person without sure. worshipping that. And Ambedkar, I mean, I, I find Ambedkar, again, at the risk of repeating it, Alone, say, afar, alone above. afar above. So Prakash, I hope you have got our reasons for what we said last podcast. Uh, speaking of worshipping, Sudhir, you think yep. uh, you um, find that phenomena more in the south than in the north? The way <laughs> NPR and... No, really, I mean, when that uh, film star Rajkumar died yes. of natural causes, no one killed him or anything, yeah. but yet buses were burnt and stuff. Yeah. You think this entire deification is more a south phenomenon? Well, the deification probably has reduced to a bit, but then you see something happening with Rajnikant also. So I don't know whether it's really reduced, but yes, from the when MGR died again of a natural cause, um, uh, all all kinds of violence happened. Uh, people tried to emulate themselves, as you mentioned, the case of Rajkumar, 
NTR was seen as larger than life figure. So I guess because, at least in the case of NTR, because he played the roles of a Lord Rama, Arjuna and all those uh, mythological characters, there was a tendency to also see him as some kind of a god and he also used to kind of uh, wear those kind of uh, um, saffron attire and stuff like that, which kind of added to the aura. But yes, probably people in the South, at least the previous generation, a little more God-fearing. Maybe that's one reason why there is more a tendency to hero worship, to see them as larger-than-life figures. That has kind of now reduced with the younger generation, more of criticism, etc. coming in. But yes, last month when you saw the release of Kabali, and mm. saw the way Rajnikanth was being hero worshipped. I don't know. I don't really know whether it has really reduced in a significant way. Yeah, they wash him in milk and stuff. Mm. What about in Bengal? What do you do? Did you hack your leaders? Like yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> you lefties. We hack them. Uh, I like how I'm saying we. Like I'm f- just you know I've been steeped in the soil of in Bengal <laughs> tradition. Bhadra Lok. Uh, yeah, not entirely uh, well versed on that. But look, Jyoti Basu was essentially a deified figure, right? Mm. For all the for all the rationality that may, I mean, purportedly surround the left, it didn't really. No man ends up leading a party almost dictatorially Mm. for as long as he did if you don't have a certain um, inclination to be a devotee rather than a political follower. Mm. We're seeing the same with Mamata right now. Of course, she likes to project herself as a goddess as well, but Mm. uh, people are also accepting it. Like she's saying absolutely ridiculous things which people accept. So, um, Like like what kind of stuff? Well, I mean, for instance, uh, there's the word for road Mm. in Bengali is Mm. Shoruni. Okay. Right? Uh, And the road on which, the street on which Satyajit Ray's house, family home, etc., where he lived, that was going to be renamed after him. Hmm. Now, under normal circumstances, it would make sense to call it Satyajitri Road, hmm. right? Except she had a typo moment in speech hmm. and she said Dharoni instead of Sharoni. Hmm. Dharoni means earth, hmm. planet earth, soil earth. Hmm. Dhara. Yeah. Dhara. Dhara to Dharoni in hmm. Bengali. Now the sign says Shotujitra Dharoni. Because as Amitabh said in Bhagwan, we said Exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, I mean, deification, hero worship, psychophancy, they're all Indian traits. You know this, you know, people say BJP is immune to that. That's just rubbish. No one you look at Venkaya Naidu. <coughs> he is now, his latest thing is, you know, catching on to this acronym. So he says Modi. He has an acronym. Modi is an acronym. Maker of developed India. <laughs> Wherever but he goes, he says, Modi is maker of development. But, but uh, Venkaya has been doing this from the time when he was made party president in the early 2000s. Ek hath mein jhanda, ek hath mein NDA ka agenda, or ek hath mein tiranga. And he's, anyway, he's a, but, you know, talking about deification. imagine when Narendra Modi, I think he's overtaken Amitabh Bachchan as the number of followers. Twitter followers. Yeah, he Can't imagine the number him. of ministers who congratulated, congratulated him, including the health or the science minister, Nada, who's the thing. Nice. Congratulations. No, Modi but that is what News Laundry is about. You know, we like, we, we are not um, uh, very... Um, reverential and you know a lot of you think that we're really rude we're not rude we talk to people like we would talk to a friend so even if i were to interview a leader i'd reason with him like normal so either you know television like arnab you don't have to either insult them and shout at them and start fighting with them or be completely you know oh you are so wonderful like ndtv used to be back in the upa days when you know any of their uh, younger uh, anchors were interviewing any UPA minister. I think you should be able to talk to them as equals and disagree. But even Indian leaders, like for example, when you try to interrupt a Modi in an interview, do you see the look he gives? Or even Arvind for that matter, you know, when you try to interrupt him, 
they are so used to once we start talking you cannot mm. interrupt that reminds me that of this horrendous cnn interview of narendra modi what and I, I i thought you know nothing can be worse than arnab's interview of yeah, modi was. this was actually 10 times worse okay sudhir we'll be winding up we'll let you go you have any recommendations for our uh, listeners before you say goodbye well i am an offhand i can't think of anything immediately before you go sudhir you know last week yeah. we were talking about miracles and i I'm very I'm not religious but I believe in God. I pray every day. I have very strong faith in God. And Anand makes fun of me for that. No, I don't. I don't. <clears throat> but I'm you, not a militant atheist by but, the way. No, but you I asked don't. me how can a man as rational as you believe in God? Yeah, that was a rational question. That's a, a rational question. question. I said I'll answer it because we ran out of time last time. So, I said I believe in miracles not ki bhai tumor will go, but I'll tell you what my miracle before I tell you about mine. Sudhir, if it's yeah. not too personal a question, do you believe in God? Well, I believe in a higher power. I don't know whether you call it God or anything. <laughs> I I'm not the type who goes to temples like every week or every day. I go whenever I feel like. Hmm. So not particularly religious. I'm a Brahmin but I don't wear a, the so-called sacred thread. Janeu. So yeah, Janeu. So that's the way it is. I mean I'm not particularly religious religious in that. Do you believe I don't follow any rituals? Ha- has Sorry? anything ever happened to you that would qualify not as a miracle that would get anyone canonized but <laughs> something that you can't explain ki bhai ye Yeah someone was watching out for me that this happened has anything like that happened to you in your life not really not really okay i i believe that unlike the courts in india hmm. i think the the court kind of rules pretty much in your own life so karma kind of catches up with you so if you do the right thing if you send if you kind of are positive generally i think good things happen to you whether it's from a higher power or from a God or whoever, I, I I don't know, but that's the way it is. It's it's as ambiguous and vague as that. Deepanjana, uh, I do believe in God. Hmm. I'm not at all ritualistic. Hmm. Um, actually, I would like to rephrase that. I believe in gods. Gods. Um, I I, I committee I mean committee chala rahi hai ye ye brahman committee chala rahi hai it's a bureaucracy <laughs> as far as i'm concerned <laughs> right has anything mm-hmm. happened in your life that made yeah. you say my entire life is a i think the fact that Full i'm around miracles. here right now is just proof that there are a lot of people have looked at so this is me. very philosophical <laughs> life no, itself no, is no. a miracle no it at very basic points like for instance when the uh, the when the train blasts happened in bombay mm. um i I got delayed by one minute because I was getting a call from uh, uh, from somebody that you know mm. uh, it was a completely useless call. Uh, when I picked it up, the call there was nobody on the other side, and literally missed that train by one minute. And if I had not missed that train, it would have exploded in the compartment next to mine. So at, at a very concrete so, level, yeah. my life has been saved. Okay, so Anand, since you asked, when you know. News Laundry. Before I started News Laundry with Madhu and Prashant and Rupak, me and Prashant had started a production house called Small Screen. F- our first production was a, uh, and I was 24 year old. I was quitting News Track because Aaj Tak started. Daily News was happening, and we had no money, so we made this film Chadar, where we spent four and a half lakhs, so the budget was four lakhs. So we had actually made a loss. A lot of people helped out in a lot of ways. We didn't have money to provide the bank guarantee that you know you have to give when. Man, uh, film is commissioned. For the four or five months after that, when we had to run office, two things happened which were miraculous. And had they not happened, I would have joined some channel back, and I would be sitting reading news today. One was we didn't have money to go overseas, but we sent Chadar for a film overseas a festival. We won three thousand dollars, best travel film. 
and i had entered it was 2019 or whatever india today had this state of the nation poll you know they had given five problems kashmir babri um uh, reservation and come up with what is the best solution to this and the first prize i remember was a car and the second prize is an electrolux gift hamper fridge tv uh washing machine microwave and you will not believe how many people must have entered i won that and i won that best film and therefore we had money to run the office of all now i was fucking blown because i remember i went home thinking yaar kya karunga na paise yahan hai na kuch hai kya ab aisi do cheeze ho jaye aapki zindagi mein you tell me will not believe in god mere sath ho chuki hai to phir you should also believe aaj to mere sath bhajan karoge anand anand ka anand ka atheism cancel and welcome aaj hum bhajan karenge no but I, you know uh, bhajan karenge, bhajan karenge. <laughs> but you know I, i missed the bus that exploded by the way during the 1984 you know following and the 1984 thing and still you don't thing. you are such a ungrateful wretch <laughs> hasn't happened enough times to you it, it has actually happened number but of let times. me tell you the closest i have come to mm. believing that a miracle mm. happens is that and i would advise all the in fact this is one of the um, suggestions i have is that there is an animator called drew berry hmm. uh not drew berry more <laughs> drew drew berry <laughs> and he works in the walter and eliza institute in australia and he makes these amazing animations real time animations of cellular processes and i would really advise you to go on youtube and see his animation so he he actually um uh, th- there's a committee hmm. so uh, basically he, he takes advice from nobel laureates as to how the uh, the cellular machinery functions and then it's real time so if you know a ribosome is acting is a uh, you know a side p side the tnn is going in it's it's actually happening like that inside your cell when i see that and when i see a crystal structure of dna or anything that's the closest i come to believing my god who could have how created is, god yeah, he said yeah. it also yeah. oh my darwin <laughs> you know how, how is this possible but then there is always a rational explanation i mean we know the reason why sure. so Okay, that's uh, why I'm not a militant atheist. Okay. I'm a so and uh, just at that electronics thing that I won, I sold each and every item. Like I sold <laughs> the AC for eighteen thousand, I sold the fridge for fourteen thousand, and you know, four five months went by, and then you know, touch wood with the grace of God, you know, we did well. But you you don't have a picture of God in your head. It's just a, like Sudhir has a super superpower. No, I don't have a picture. It's But that's another question you see because we know God we have seen the pictures of God. Mm. So now when your human brain has seen what God is mm. even if you don't believe that that is my God mm. the next time you think of God wouldn't that picture appear in your like you know you've seen Shiva people think Shiva is God mm. or you know No nothing appears in no, my head. No. So kya there's a blank space There's there, a blank space it's just No I'm not saying I mean you know for all occasions just for <laughs> <laughs> Oh you couldn't resist to bring that in. <laughs> I could resist. That was a good one. Anyway on that note thank you so much Sudhir for joining us. Thank you. Um, thank you Sudhir. And thanks thank for you. your inputs about the south because we get a lot of complaints that we don't cover south enough so we've decided we will cover every important occurrence of the south so please continue to write we really value your pieces here at News Laundry and on behalf of all our listeners thank you so much for being part of us. Thank you. Thank all you. Right. Pleasure. Okay bye bye. Oh shit I forgot to discuss Navjot Sidhu's okay do do line mein kar de Navjot Sidhu had a press conference uske liye do line hi kafi hai. Uske do no jao tali. Actually he has said it's it's not a party. He said it is just a movement it's a front it's a platform mm. so he's claiming it's not a political party he went to town and trashed arvind and saying that he didn't tell the whole truth this that i at the risk of sounding like one of those analysts on tv on this i can actually tell you i know for good reason not because i know any internal gossip but 
I knew from the beginning this would be a non-starter because Aam Aadmi Party cannot take anyone to be at you know from another party and said he's a CM candidate because even in the early days I know for a fact many leaders had tried to join saying that we won't join as a regular volunteer we have to come at the top and that was not because all the volunteers were. and someone like Sudhu is not going to jeopardize 12 years of no. his political mm -hmm. career and say join as a regular worker and tomorrow Arvind doesn't make him CM then you can't even go so there was no way it was going to happen so anyway I kept quiet but today he he went to town on Aap and Arvind but there's one share of his which is what the feminist share I would like I like the name he's given to his I mean whatever the movement Awaze Punjab it's Awaze nice. Punjab haan. like Tariqe Insaf you know <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to communalize it already <laughs> no that's Imran Khan's party Achha, but Imran I, Imran and Sherry they should wow how cool if Sherry becomes Prime Minister of India and Imran becomes <laughs> Uh, be and so cool. Donald Trump becomes a <laughs> be so cool. and, and <laughs> so he yeah, said I need an island in which I can yeah. move to then so, so because he talks in you know these shares and shairi mm. he said this share in the context of that you know I, I think what he was trying to say was that he served the party longer than he should have tere husn ka hukka to kab ka bujh gaya ye to hum hi hain jo gudgudaye ja rahe hain <laughs> so it is, I think it's so sexist, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, he said this on national television and I didn't see any outrage of the National Commission of Women saying that, basically, for those of you who didn't understand, he says that you, your beauty, the, the brilliance of your beauty, kabka faded, it's faded long ago, it's just uh, me who is still trying to gudgara the hookah of your beauty, I'm still appreciating it, there's it nothing to appreciate. It sounds so much worse if you actually <coughs> translate it in your head, with but the... Verbs and and here's when I see here's where the Punjabiyat comes out <laughs> because <laughs> burra <laughs> the sexism there you know the casual like he must have prepared ki bhai I'm going to be holding a press conference puri desh dekhega yeah. it was live in every channel and it didn't cross his mind I mean this is equivalent to saying you know like people say khandar dekke lagta ki imarat apne zamane mein purust rahi hogi type yeah, yeah. you know when you see an old woman and the, he said this on TV yeah. But uh, that's a horrifically sexist uh, comment to make. But um, but casual sexism, I think we've had a high of this week, actually. There's this, there's also something that we didn't discuss, and it's fine that we didn't, but Amitabh Bachchan's open letter to his granddaughters. Right. Have you discussed that in your podcast? Yes, we have. So, um, so you should uh, listen to Awful and Awesome. Yes, please listen to the Awful and Awesome Deepanjana's podcast. Uh, where we have Rajashree Sen, my partner in uh, Crime and Rhyme, have uh, and I have dissected this letter. Also, we have a great article on it by Samina Motlekar, so you can see the link to that below. Um, he, first of all, this is a family that communicates through Times of India. Leaving that slight problem aside, and the fact that this is a promotional campaign for his upcoming film, um, he's talked about this legacy to which his two granddaughters are born. No mention of his mother, Aishwarya Rai's family, Jaya Bhaduri's family, like the women, the matrilineal side is just not there. But what the women, For Tiji Bachchan's son to do this, hmm. boss, when your mother was alive, if you had done this, one tight thwack she would have given you. I'm not so sure. Really? Because, yeah. Because she would have been okay with being ignored. Yeah, because in this context, yes. I mean, it's rude to, actually, you know what? I shouldn't talk about this because I, I have sat with people from Banaras who are big, you know, historians and I mean, they look at Harivansh Rai Bachchan as a god hmm. 
and they have another view of Teji Bachchan. Harivansh Rai Bachchan was considered a god by Teji Bachchan. Let me put it that way. When it came to Harivansh Rai, Teji was no feminist. Fair enough. He was a god Fair for enough. everyone. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so uh, my recommendation uh, while we're on this subject is uh, is an extract from John Le Carre's uh, memoir, which comes out today, I think. It's called The Pigeon Tunnel, and those who are not familiar with Le Carre, he's a fantastic uh, espionage fiction writer who happened to have worked for the Secret Service himself, which is probably why uh, his books are so much fun. But um, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful bit of writing about writing, solitude, uh, all sorts of things. So please read it. Anand? Yeah, my recommendation is uh, please go to YouTube and watch uh, a few animations by Drew Berry. Nice. Okay, I'll watch that. That's very interesting. I have two suggestions. I have actually three. One is an article in the Slate on Georgetown University. It's on its reparations, on its reparations, uh, on you know how Catholics owe a debt to the black person in America. Mm. I think it explains why reservation is important, and it beautifully explains it because the contexts are different, but there is a similarity. I recommend that. The second I recommend is. Indrajit Hazra's piece on Mother Teresa, on the miracle of kindness. I would highly recommend Anand read this <laughs> because he says that you know no miracle, nothing, but kindness is itself something that is so rare that if someone shows it, it's nice. And the third thing is, it's an Indian Express today, but it's a reprinted from I think something called Press Reader. It's a piece on how an American fit- footballer took a stand by sitting. Oh. This is about an NFL player, Colin Kaepernick. I think that's how you pronounce his name who sat through the traditional American national anthem that's played before his game uh, to protest against racism. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump has said, like most right-wing anywhere, that he should go find another country. Uh, But Obama has supported him, and that is why I think Obama is fantastic. Which guy would risk his political capital to say he has a right to do that? Obama supported Trump in this. No, no, in this guy. He says... I may not agree with it, but he has a right to protest by sitting through the national anthem. And not just that, that we should think about the questions that he's raising with this kind of protest. So I think this is a very important piece for a lot of Indians to read who keep saying, because this is a peaceful protest. And if you don't make peaceful protests legitimate, then you force violent protests. Um, but again, I mean, in the, I don't know, maybe she would, but it'll be interesting. Obama is, now he doesn't care, right? Uh, it'll be interesting to find out what Hillary would have said. Hmm. True. Know? Interesting. Because now no, they're I vying for any vote they can get. I mean, you know, Trump the other day went to the, uh, uh, the black areas and he was uh, to- really talking down to a, you know, a lot of people that look, nothing is, you know, you, your, your locality is full of crime and, you know. Trump went. Yeah, tr- yeah. Trump went. You yeah, know. yeah. But is uh, so somebody has told him. In fact, a lot of Republicans have told him that you will not be able to win if you do not get Hispanic votes and black votes. Yeah. You need you need uh, them. crazy white people ain't gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, they're just not enough. On that note, we'd like to end this podcast with a song dedication to Rahul Gandhi. Hi, I thought oh, you two we were going to do bhajan Monday. Are so sad. Oh. Anyway, no bhajan. Sorry, bhajan. So we are doing that. I have to. Make I have to make Anand believe again. Oh, but by the way, I mean mm. this this the Khatia thing that happened, the court thing. Mm. I think it was uh, 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 planned. It was very mm. well planned. I think uh, this Kishore guy huh. said that this is a way to distribute courts. 
Oh, without yeah. without violating without any w- whether it was violating or not. I mm. mean, you know, it's so mm. so now the thing is they've turned it around brilliantly by saying that Modi ji chor keh rahe hain jo khatiya chori kar gaye Vijay Malya ko. But you know, I think it was planned brilliantly. So you'd have like you know ten thousand court courts mm. because what would they do with these ten thousand courts? I know. So it was a way to distribute it. Yeah. I know. Mm. I mean, Rahul Baba Baba, lekin kitte mm. court chahiye usse. <laughs> <laughs> So we'd like to wind up with this song dedicated to him, and uh, please do continue to write to us at contact at newslawny. Do subscribe. We need at least five thousand of your subscribers to support us. And if there's five thousand of you supporting us, then we don't have to give a shit about anything else, and we can go hammer and tongs at what we want. एक कारवां चलता गया शेर भी आप यू नो उसी मूड आप आप बोलिए ना शेर कारवां चलता मुझे ये बात पता नहीं है क्या क्या बात कर दी मेरी देखो लाइफ में अब मुझे नहीं अब मुझे कोई शेर बात चलो हम अपना ही कोई शेर बनाते हैं मांग के साथ तुम्हारा हमने मांग लिया संसार आई नो द टू ऑफ यू हैव रियली सॉलिड फैन फॉलोइंग बट दिस इज नॉट द वे टू मेक इट ग्रो पुशिंग आई एम जस्ट सेइंग ओके फाइन सो या गाइस प्लीज डू सब्सक्राइब फॉलो अस ऑन फेसबुक ट्विटर एंड सेंड अस योर सजेशंस ऑन contact@newsnoy.com बट डू क्लिक ऑन आई पे टू कीप न्यूज़ फ्री एंड सब्सक्राइब वी एंड विद दिस डेडिकेशन राहुल बाबा तुम्हारे लिए ये गाना प्लीज सब्सक्राइब टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री एंड हेल्प आस कीप न्यूज इंडिपेंडेंट एंड बी पार्ट ऑफ द चेंज Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram